in the pod cave. Is your mom there? No, I'm home alone. Well, you want a prize. What's your address? edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. I'm in Ron's forehead. And I'm Alex. Hey, Alex is back for the I'm 151 ep- first episode. We missed yeah, you last week, buddy. Thanks for waiting on me, guys. I couldn't even see Black Widow before you already reviewed it. I really <sighs> appreciate the wait. I don't, I don't know if you missed years, anything. I'm not even not even counted in on the 150 what the hell i know that was we tried not to we, podman ron insisted we did it because he had a lot to say about black widow as i'm sure you listened to on the episode <laughs> no no i didn't <laughs> and jacob the intern filled in and, and oh? did well again look at him go yeah jacob wow. is not messing around with this uh, internship so i hope you uh, take note of that I'm not messing around with my current internship, so you know what? It's a little balanced. It's, it's a balanced little balanced. Yeah. A little ebb and flow. A little ebb and flow. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, a little, little bit low. I don't have my earpods in. Should I go get my earpods in? Uh, it'd probably be helpful to hear you a little bit better there, Podman Ron, because... All right, uh, well, y'all uh, talk amongst yourself. I'm, I'm going to walk out and get my earpods. Thanks for your permission. All right, you don't have to sit in silence, guys. That was a great. That was a great. Intro. All right. Well, while Podman Ron is doing that, let's go ahead and go to the news. All right. The news is Podman Ron is making his way back inside uh, so that he can get his ear pods and uh, we can have a, a good show. But other than that, Brian, uh, I think you, you've reported, you've scooped a lot of stuff here. Uh, what's going on in the world of... Yo, Joe! He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe! All right, G.I. Joe, everybody's making a comeback. Everybody's, you know, He-Man's making a comeback. And now what's happening with G.I. Joe? Well, there's a lot of stuff. You know, we got uh, next weekend, uh, Snake Eyes comes out. So uh, Snake Eyes Origins, G.I. Joe Origins. Uh, So we got that. They broke uh, just today that they're uh, in development. Apparently there was a uh, a Hasbro... um, Licensors convention in Brazil, and it, and the the news broke that they've already they're working on two seasons. They've already greenlit two seasons of a new GI Joe cartoon, but they have not announced. And knowing is half the battle. Are we going to get that again? You think? I would. I would hope. <laughs> Although I doubt it. I, I, doubt, I doubt it. The PSAs at the end. But yeah, so there's a new, uh, not only are they doing a new G.I. Joe cartoon series, they're doing two seasons of it, right? So we've got a new Master, two new Masters of the Universe series, and now they bring back, brought back G.I. Joe for at least two seasons, which, you know. What's next? I, I love G.I. Joe. I love yeah. G.I. Joe. Okay, so, let me, can I interject? What are, is it going to be like a continuation of the story from the 
80s or are we going to just do a whole reboot of the whole thing? We don't know. What we know is they they did not have, because you can't see anything, but they said they had animatics with like um, uh, art and like moving backgrounds and stuff to kind of give you a vibe for the for what the art style is going to be. But it's not, there There wasn't anything actually presented that was animated. Uh, they just they talked said about what, it. What you saw was primarily Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. But it's, it's. Of course it was. I mean, that's like uh, X-Men. Oh, you mean Wolverine? Yeah, yeah. G.I. Joe. Oh, you mean Snake Eyes. Yeah. Oh, you mean Snake Eyes. So that, and then something else that uh, was announced today. So as far as the toys, they've got, they've started putting back out the three and three quarter inch G.I. Joe's. They've done the six-inch classified G.I. Joes, which are like McFarlane-type figures. They're, like, super articulated. And they've just announced Super 7 uh, is doing uh, a Sunbow um, authentic G.I. Joe Ultimates line. And so the color palette is like the G.I. Joe cartoons. You know, oh, it's, okay. it's, it's re- they, they, they're painted where they almost look like they're cel-shaded. It's uh, very cool. So, man, you're getting... I've said it before, like you're getting with all these properties and stores and action figures, they're going back to these old properties because the buyers for Walmart and Target and, yeah, are and all, all old this, men. They're all old. It's <laughs> us. It's us. So I was like, I don't give a shit about Yu Gi Oh! Oh, G.I. Joe, I'll buy that. So, yeah. Yeah. G.I. Joe's mean, getting sense. full court press. Yeah, well, and so there you go. So now you know, and knowing is half the battle. I, that's the only thing that we can care about if we. If we keep those PSAs in there, hopefully that will yes. happen. Absolutely. Uh, so, so when is this premiering, and who's creating it? It's Hasbro's creating it. You don't know. It'll probably, if I had to guess, it'll probably go on Netflix because Hasbro's already been partnering with them on the G- on the Transformers TV show. Right. They've got like that Transformers. Uh, first, it was Cybertron, of then maybe. now it's Earthrise, and then now it's the Kingdoms. So they're doing this. Uh, with Netflix, uh, so I would assume that's where it's going to go, but nobody knows yet. Nobody knows. It's a mystery, just like uh, the X-Files. Uh, Brian, you have something written here on the rundown, something about Scully? What I find fantastic is any notion that there are answers beyond the realm of science. The answers are there. You just have to know where to look. Why are we looking at Scully all of a sudden out of the blue, Brian? <laughs> Well, and, and I hope this doesn't offend Alex. Uh, oh, God. Is this that story we sent to the group chat? Why <laughs> are we talking story. about this? This is such a stupid story. Alex, uh, why are we looking at a fan when we were talking to you? Because um, I'm charging my phone. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, yeah. This is just an interesting tidbit. Uh, you know, Jillian Anderson uh, does tidbit. not wear bras anymore. She tidbit. put it on... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Finally, yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. But apparently she was doing like an AMA or something for the crown and uh, basically said that uh, uh, she's no longer wearing bras anymore. She's too old for it. And she doesn't care if her, she said, she doesn't care if they reach her belly button. Nah. Well, well I, I just want to moves. say, good for her. Yeah. No, I just want to, I just want to say that the picture that she, she provided of herself <laughs> it was not flattering whatsoever. So um, doesn't matter. Yeah. Good, good for her. She oh, can do. Well, she's playing Margaret Thatcher too. So, 
What is he doing? Pubman Ron can multitask, Brian. He's sweeping (laughs) his floor as he's recording a podcast. He can do that. Yes, thank you. I got to do stuff. I got to, you know. You know how he is? He gets gets a little hyper here. All right. If if Pod Woman Nancy could see him, she'd be pissed. He's never picked up a broom in their house in his life. No, not in the house, but in the nerdatorium, he loves it. I mean, he's. The only place that matters. The only place that needs a broom. There you go. Uh, also, you mentioned Netflix a little bit ago about the Hasbro. Netflix may be going elsewhere. What are the what are this? We're going to have uh, Netflix. Are we going to order uh, CDs of video games through Netflix? What the hell is going to happen with that? No, it's going to be digital uh, gaming, like live on your Netflix streaming service. So it's. Uh, You've already got this with uh, Apple Arcade, right? But Apple Arcade is primarily focused on doing gaming for, like, mobile devices. But Netflix is going to start launching uh, almost like Steam, where you can play it live over your Netflix account. But, yeah, they said it's not not like this is coming in in the next two years or whatever. It's coming in the net, you know, the immediate future. Right. Like, we'll have it by this time next year. Have you, I mean, that maybe that may make me want to keep my Netflix account. Uh, have you done, has anybody done the uh, uh, interactive uh, videos on movies and stuff like that on Netflix outside of the uh, the broken or uh, Black Mirror? Uh, just the Black Mirror. I think there's like a, yeah, a just in the Minecraft Black one, not that everybody would be doing Minecraft here, but there, it seems like there's, there was a Kimmy Schmidt one, I think. Interactive experience? What? Wasn't that like the Kimmy Schmidt finale or something like Maybe. that? Maybe. Yeah, I remember. PMR, you were a yeah. fan of Kimmy Schmidt, right? I, I was, and uh, but I didn't watch that. But I heard about it. I heard it was pretty good, actually. I, I didn't. I didn't hear anything bad about it. All right. Well, there you everybody, go. Everybody, everybody well, loves Kimmy Schmidt. I guess. And Kimmy Schmidt was a funny show. I, is it? I, was, I watched yeah. a few episodes, but I never got into it. But yeah, we're at the point now where the hardware really doesn't matter. Like, it's just getting to yep. the content and streaming the content. Uh, like, they also announced today that um, Steam is putting out a, a portable gaming CD or gaming PC that's handheld. Hmm. It looks like the Switch. It's going to be $400, but it's 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 going to run NVIDIA, like, full PC gaming. So, yeah, it, 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 at some point, it's no longer going to matter if it's Xbox or yep. PlayStation or Nintendo. It's just... My smart TV is smart enough to play a game. I don't need to buy a console. Yeah, I'm I'm, so. I'm all for that. Since we since you can't buy a console in the first fucking place, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, you know, not that are the Xbox and PlayStation doing it on purpose where there's such a low demand or such a low supply that there's high demand, but they're screwing themselves over because now it's like, uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll go to Apple Arcade for my casual gaming stuff, or I'll do Steam. Or, you know, it's sort of like, eh, why I'm do I need to? And, and, and I would argue uh, Apple Arcade is uh, – they do have, like, like uh, RPG games. Yeah. They do have full gaming. Uh, you just got to buy a controller that will work with your Apple TV. Yeah. So I think I picked one up for, like, 50 bucks, and then Apple Arcade is only $5 a month. Right. So what, is, yeah. what does Apple Arcade offer? I mean, I mean it's, it's, not, it's not a huge variety of games, but they're, like Brian said, they, they do have some RPG-type stuff and some deep stuff, and it's all quality. Uh, but it's to me, it's more casual games, which is perfect for me. Because, I mean, right now I downloaded the new Solitaire game. 
<laughs> you know what? And so it's like, yeah, that's my favorite game right now is a fucking solitaire game because I can pick it up, put it down, put it up, put it up, you know? Yeah, and like Grindstone. I'm playing yeah. Grindstone on my phone, but then yeah. on my uh, Grindstone Cow. On my uh, Grindstone Cow. I'll play Oceanhorn, which is yeah. it's it's basically Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Right? Adventures Link. So, uh, yeah, there's good stuff on there. But yeah, if you're a casual gamer for five bucks a month and you buy a controller, you're you're good to go. Yeah, or if you, know? you have a uh, Xbox or PlayStation compatible controller already, so that you don't right have, exactly whatever. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of, uh, I can't even think of a good segue here. Speaking of the Emmys. Uh, <laughs> there's a little bit of a controversy about this relates to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier about oh, this is so funny about John, <laughs> Don, Don Cheadle's uh, uh, guest appearance in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I missed because I didn't watch the whole thing. I did, well, however, uh, get a little bit of a clip of that performance. Let's let's take a listen to this real quick. This uh, Emmy nominated. I'm going back up. Don't summon me again unless you're ready for that pain. Peace, dickholes. <laughs> Power is mine, bitches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I don't know if that... Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, that's Don Cheadle. That's Captain Planet. Oh, you know what? I downloaded the wrong clip. Yeah, that was John Don Cheadle as Captain Planet on Funny or Die. <laughs> so you're saying, Podman Ron, that Don Cheadle and Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, his portrayal of... Uh, of uh, War Machine here has got him an uh, Emmy nom, right? Yes, that's what I hear. Wow. All right. And everybody's confused about it, including Don Cheadle. Wow. His, his two-minute... Uh, but here's the thing. Did Anthony Mackie get nominated? I don't no. think he got nominated. He got nominated for that Hyundai commercial, I think. But even... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even after that wonderful... Uh, speech he did at the end the last episode where he hey, I talked to that. America, you know, and told us how terrible we were. Right. He didn't get nothing for that. He didn't get nothing for wow. it. Wow. But right. Don Cheadle's like, what's up? I'm out. <laughs> Nominated. War Machine Nominated. out. Everybody cool here? All right, War Machine out. <laughs> War Machine out. Um, but WandaVision raked in the Emmy knobs. I mean, what did what they get? The, they got best Actress in the limited drama Most series. Most disappointing uh, series finale. Best I don't actor, know if we can give that actress. one to. Well, that's maybe we save that one for Loki. Because yeah, Loki hadn't aired at the point <laughs> they were making their their ballots. Right. Loki. So most disappointing finale. He could be up for it next time. Well, okay, we're about to get into a, I guess a disagreement here in a second. That's fine. I'm all good for it. But uh, WandaVision rake through. It's got best limited drama, uh, limited series drama, best actress best actor i mean it literally popped the cake on pretty much all emmy noms it's doing really well and it probably will win something it may win something small it'll probably win visual effects i'm assuming but i mean shit. it could it could go the whole nine yards if it wanted to well the their director is one uh going to be doing a new star trek movie perhaps yeah matt shackman yeah yeah shackman and, yep, they're bring, and they're bringing back Chris Pine and everybody. So right. it's truly Star Trek IV. Wow. Thank the Lord. So Zachary Quinto's uh, Chris Pine. Oh, it's, and it's by the director that was the showrunner for your uh, WandaVision, Alex. Yeah, I know. How can you be upset about that? I'm not upset. I'm really happy. Are you kidding? Did I sound uh, who upset? Said, who said good Lord? That may have been PMR. Good Lord. What, was... what did I say good Lord, too? 
They're bringing back Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto. Oh, I didn't say good lord to that. I, I think uh, Alex said good lord because he was just happy. He was like, good uh, lord. I think I said thank lord. Ah, uh, well, I wanted to say that, I mean, I I like the Star Trek movies. I like Chris Pine. I like the first and the third one better than the second one. But I think, well, I don't, honestly, I, I wish they would just run their course and be done with it. I mean, Why? we got it. Because there's really not, I mean, the stars are big stars. There's really not much more to go with it. I mean, you know, there's, there's not going to be much go. more character development. Star Trek's back on TV right now. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're maybe. doing stuff with it there. So, I mean, I'm honest to God. I mean, as much as I love the original series, you know, William Shatner, Captain Kirk, my main hero of all time. I don't, I love Chris Pine's portrayal of Captain Kirk. I love those movies, but. It's time to say goodbye to the original crew. It's time to just move on. I mean, so enough. Do, do you do you not on. do you not want any Star Trek films? You're happy with the TV show, or you're saying that let's have some you know, films, but let's have them original characters? You know what? I'll be honest with you. I mean, even you could just tell a better story with with the TV shows. I mean, I mean, I think Next Generation kind of proved that. I mean, because their movies, other than First Contact, just never landed really good. You can tell a better story, but have they of late? On TV? On TV. I I agree. Picard has been pretty awful. I mean, Discovery, unfortunately, it's got a good premise, but it's, it's been kind of bad, especially lately. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I'm just, I'm tired of seeing the Kirk crew. I'm, you know, that's, right. it's time to move on. It's time to, to move past. I mean, what, they'll make another movie, something big will happen. And, you know, these characters are, I don't, I don't know. It's it, the last movie. They should be done with it. It should be done. Okay. So. All right. How that? Who thought we would ever hear PMR say, you know what? Be done with these people. Too be, much Star Trek. Too much track. PMR. Well, I think he doesn't want much... to know that there was a Kirk movie. He didn't live to see. Well, that's, there yeah. you go. That's I think right. that's what this really is. He wants yeah. him to retire first <clears throat> so he can say he's so I can retire. Serious. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I, think know, that's I mean, but, but think about it. I mean, where? I mean, how far do you are you going to go with this? I mean, it's a it's a movie, so it's not like a, a TV show where you can't really delve into these characters. See, that's that's the difference with these with this crew with Chris Pine and this alternate universe crew. Yeah. The Kirk crew that we got the movies, we got the movies after the TV show. So you had yep, 79 episodes. Out. You had 79 episodes to get to know this crew, You're to right. get to know these people. Right. But but now, you know, it's you don't have a TV show with Chris Pine and all these. And these characters are different from those original ones because, yeah. of you know, it's a different universe. So you're not really getting to know the characters. You're just... Getting a brief glimpse of them. Huh. I don't know. This right. just me. That's that's an interesting perspective. I think. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want a one night stand with Chris Pine, exactly. Kirk, Kirk. He wants a relationship. Right. Okay. Exactly. That's well well put. Very well very well succinct. Exactly. Uh, well, we'll see. Maybe. I feel like I feel like we've gotten our we got three movies. You know, two of them really pretty strong. The third, you know, the second one was kind of weak. Like fun. Like, like fun. So, anyway, yeah, if, he keep, 
if Chris Pine's not willing to commit to this relationship, PMR is out. He is out. PMR out. Well, speaking of commitment here, <laughs> Indy 5, poor Harrison Ford. He's committed oh, to making Indy 5. They're bringing in a boatload of eight-listers here. Let's, oh, eight-listers, yeah. <laughs> Brian, start naming oh, off these yeah. eight-listers. Oh, yeah. So, uh, in addition to Harrison Ford, obviously, yeah, obviously. you've got uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag and the voice of the robot in uh, Solo. Right, she's a. She was also uh, like the creator of um, Killing Eve. Like she, yeah. she like did all of season one. Yeah, which Killing Eve is really good. Uh, you've got Mads Mikkelsen from Hannibal, yeah. and also Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. Uh, and Casino Royale. Who's really? I think that Casino Royale is the first place we saw him. I believe. I never saw. But uh, first big break, I think. And then uh, they've just announced this week they've added Antonio Banderas. To the Ooh, <laughs> Banderas. Ooh, man, this is like addition to all over again. Antonio Banderas. Whoa. And uh, oh. we'll have Jeffrey Wright's coming back as, um, what's the American CIA agent? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, how am I drawing a blank on it? They killed him in... Uh, uh, Living Daylights. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, what's his name? Uh, I'll, uh, but yo, yeah, yo. Jeffrey Wright's coming back as well. All right. Oh, oh wait, so he was... He, he wasn't cute. No, who was he? I don't know. Anyway. No, he's the American agent. I'll look it up. Yeah, okay. All right, well, that was... Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, again, maybe this movie will actually see the daylight... Uh, but probably not, if we're all being honest. It'll probably go the way of uh, the Star Trek movie. Pro- both Star Trek movie and Indy 5, I guarantee, will not see a release. That's a, that's a Podman Brad promise right there. Just uh, I, I think you're I, right. I, I think, no, I think the Star Trek movie will, will not, but I, I think the uh, Indy 5 definitely will. See. I think There's they just no keep trouble. telling Harrison Ford that, and they're just waiting for him to finally hurt himself enough to be like, I'm getting to do all the religions. all Pratt. Call Pratt. and get him in here. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the not much other news. Felix. Other, Felix. Felix. I don't know how I drew a blank. I know, and he had the, that bag that uh, Q made for him, and it, it was full of magic tricks. Right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. Felix the cat. All right. Well, let's just go to Gotham right. and be done with it. I was out here all wrong once. Bruce made me go out into the forest by myself for the first time. I had no idea what was out there. Bruce, you naughty boy. He was just a boy. <laughs> yeah. Those were the lessons that he taught you. Bruce was a psychopath, using fear to control everyone. You need to make sure that this doesn't happen to someone else. All right, so we got a little bit of a peek of what Titan Season 3 on HBO Max is going to be about. Uh, and it's really a Batman show, it seems like. I mean, this is really going full batty, uh, which I'm okay with, I think. Yeah, so at this point, we've got, this season, we've got Nightwing, you know, Robin's, or Dick's in the Nightwing costume, right? You've got, uh, they show it right in the trailer, you've got Joker beating um, Jason Todd to death. Right. You've got Red Hood, and they've introduced Barbara Gordon. Yeah. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, I mean... I'm very unattractive, Barbara Gordon. I'm uh, Jesus Christ. Does, ever, may... does, every, does every woman have to be attractive for them to be talented? Like, eh, really? It helps. 
Oh, it helps if they're easy on the I mean, eyes. Yeah, I mean, you know. They can oh. hold PMR's attention. Okay. Better. Yeah. If you want a little bit about the Batgirl actress, she's actually disabled. She's an amputee who's actually missing a leg and is using a prosthetic. So well, yeah, actually, I actually kind of makes her hotter. It kind of makes her hotter, doesn't it, PMR? Oh, I, I'm not into that. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's one of the few. All right. <laughs> All right, but anyway, uh, it looks like it's going full Batman, full Gotham, and I'm okay with it. I still say, though, that uh, the best in that little trailer that we saw and everything, uh, you know, Superboy and Crypto are kind of my favorite people in the, like, the yeah. two seconds they appear, just only because it says, not that it would be difficult to achieve, but it's about as comic accurate <laughs> as you could want right. with the black T-shirt and the red S. It's like, wow, that is, I mean, it's as simple, but it looks perfect. Yeah, And the, and the actor looks perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, the one uh, the interesting thing is you got it looks like it's going to be two different story arcs totally or, yeah because you've got like uh, the uh, Starfire yeah and Corey the and Raven thing. and yeah yeah and then you've got the the whole Nightwing Red Hood thing and it, what's there is an interesting part in the middle and uh, where there's there's a the the he's a black kid he's and he play, turns the camera i'm assuming that's going to be kid flash no that's oh, tim okay. drake that's the actor that oh plays tim you're drake. right it is tim drake yeah that's the actor that plays tim, that's playing tim drake in the show who's also Which, in the batman um that's coming out next year all right hmm. yeah. I, I totally forgot about that and tim drake is beyond a shadow of a doubt my favorite robin so uh, same same here so i'm really excited uh, I, I guess that's oh you know what it is it's when they're saying they're doing the news report that robin oh yeah killed. yeah yeah and that's when yeah. he turns so uh, okay all right uh but yeah i'm all for it again it's it's pretty heavy on the overly melrose place drama ish at least season one was a little bit uh but overall i think it's a pretty solid show i'll, I'll tune and in. it's on uh, tnt now right uh, I think they're replaying, yeah, season one on TNT. I don't know if it's all the time or specials or whatever. TNT but. or HBO Max? No, TNT. TNT. It's on TNT. It's on specials. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So tune in. See what happens well, in my, my thing is I really did like the, the first season was really good. I, I felt like the second season yeah. just really just went off the uh, rails. So I haven't liked any season. So oh. hopefully at least one of them. I thought you liked the first season, son. Uh, no, I didn't like the first season. I, I don't know. There's not been a season that's really impressed me of Titans. Uh, uh, this one's going to be it. I am excited. Well, this is the though. one. Yeah, hopefully. I'm really excited. Red Hood actually looks pretty good. I didn't think this kid actually could make a good Red Hood because he's only had two seasons of development. But the little clip we got of him in the trailer, I was like, okay. All right. I see you. I see you. All right. So, good. Well, I'm glad we can get uh, Alex on board with it. I'm back on. Well, you're back on, and and other people are are off. Oh, 
It's Mr. Piggy. They call him Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> you know Is that his so wonderful. Yes, that's his, uh, <laughs> Brian, I want you to take it from here. Yes, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. So, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, he was one of, like, the pillars of the WWF in the 80s. Never heard of him. (laughs) Look him up. Look him up. He was active from, like, the the early 80s all the way through the 90s. Um, He was with uh, WCW. But what's interesting... So we're doing a memorial for a wrestler from 30 years ago? Yeah, it's part of a spinoff that uh, <laughs> Brian's working on, to be honest with you, Podman and Ryan. I'm trying to wedge it in there. But no, honestly, like, what's interesting about Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff is that's that he turned on Hulk Hogan, and that's what that was the first thing I saw <laughs> wrestling, and that's what got me hooked. Oh, look at see, this was a moment a momentous occasion for Brian. And Podman Ron, all you can do is lay on your fucking couch. And shit. And laugh. <laughs> well, I've never heard of this man at all. Uh, if you saw Hogan. a picture, you'd probably see it. No, he was. <laughs> Brian, stop no, it. Man. You know he would not recognize a picture of Paul Orndorff. You're kidding yourself. Paul Orndorn? Yeah, Paul Orndorn. Orndorn. He died. He's an old How man. How old is he? He was 71. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, but. He hasn't wrestled in 30 years? Uh, early, ni- early 2000s, he wrestled. But my point is, when uh, when a little little Podman Brian was uh, turned on television one Saturday morning and saw a tag team match between Paul Orndorff and Hulk Hogan versus, yeah. I believe it was uh, Iron Sheik and uh, Nikita um, Koloff, and uh, Paul Orndorff turned on Hogan and pile drove him. Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit! He just killed this Whoa. guy!" And uh, that's that's, uh, that's what started like, it. Gotta watch more. For little little Brian there. there. He main evented that that match. Main evented WrestleMania team. Well, that right there, that guy right there is your reason to your fascination with wrestling. One of them, but yeah, he's that him turning on Hulk Hogan and pile driving him. Which a pile driver, you basically hold them upside down and drive their head into the mat. So it's like, you don't know how, I don't know how somebody is, is dead every time somebody takes a pile driver. But, uh, yeah. Well, there you go, Brian. Uh, we'd love to hear that more, more about that with, uh, you know, take them to the mat with Brian, but, uh, the podcast coming up. That's a good name. Yeah. Take it to the mattresses, yeah, take it to the mattresses, whatever. Well, we, we got to move over quickly to uh, something, another, uh, sad, untimely death that maybe Podman Ron will appreciate more. Uh, can you believe this is not the Seinfeld theme, by the way? Until uh, until that horn kicks in there, it's, it sounds like Seinfeld, doesn't it? It does a little bit, yeah. It, a little bit, like... What's the deal with yeah. What's the deal with this courtroom system? All right, so yeah, so we're we're missing Charlie Robinson. Uh, I know. You know what? PMR, tell us about Charlie. No, Charlie Robinson. Uh, I think he came in after like the second or third season. I mean, he was kind of a, one of the late comers on Night Court. Night not, court. not late, late court. Not not late, late comer. But like, I think it was like the second or third season he came on there. 
And uh, I, I think he kind of came around the time that they started using the younger Bayla. Mm. Uh, but anyway, besides the point, well, they, he, loved, he was yeah, a good, had to. I, I liked him. I liked him as an actor. I liked his character. Um, yeah, he was a really good guy. Uh, you know, I, I hate to hear that he passed. I was kind of hoping to to see him on the new <laughs> Night Court they're coming out with. So. I hope he lived forever. That was, uh, was that he was a blow? That was what, a mighty blow? Was a mighty blow? Did he? Did he <laughs> What was after? What was his career like after Night Court? Does anyone know? I don't know. Well, you're acting like you were really rooting for the guy. No, I did. I was. I liked him on the show. I thought he was a good guy. You know, I liked the character. I thought he was a good character. He thought he was a good guy. I just wanted to shake his hand. I did. So when I when they announced the Night Court reunion, that was a new show. I thought. Yeah, you didn't think of Larry Quad or Bull or any of those guys? Damn, you guys are cold, man. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Oh. Well, the, the interesting part, and PMR, you kind of touched on it is with when he came in, it's almost like Harry was going to be the straight man, and Harry's like, no, I'm zany. And so they had to bring in a straight man at that point. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of like a straight man. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So... Well, but Charlie. Every so often he'd be like, you know, he'd go like, "That's wacky" or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was his catchphrase. Catch catch I know. Yeah. I tried to find that catchphrase on, on the internet. I don't remember I it well. Catch him <laughs> saying that, uh, but no, that's good. All right, so those are our in memoriam. It's, uh, like it's like he was here on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I had to say it again, Podman Ron. That said that. That's wacky. Yeah, yeah. What you talking about on one side, and that's wacky on the other. All right. Uh, well, uh, obviously, Alex can give a shit less about either one of these I, deaths, yeah, but I mean, that's okay. I didn't give a fuck. I mean, not a single one. You didn't even know park. what Mackle and Nightcore even look like? Guys, we talked about Nightcore like seven episodes ago. I, I remember the name. The same, the same that the just means we missed the opportunity six times in a row. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, he let's almost just... made it to the reboot. He almost got there. Yeah, he almost did. His family's got to be pissed. They're like, finally, we're going to get some revenue. Or, you know, nope. Maybe well, he could have been the judge. What was he? <laughs> what what okay. did he play? A DA? Are we starting a, are we a court? Starting a, he was like a court person, right? He was like starting a TV court. court podcast. Yes. That the, we're, half, we're another branch off. The first half hour is Bosch, and the second half hour is Night Court. <laughs> hey, I got a Bosch update. Oh All right, God. we'll save it for TV. Right now, let's go to the movies. All right, now I know we uh, needed to get with Alex on his streaming will assignment. Uh, do Alex, did you say you had or had not watched Black Widow? Do you want to comment at I, all on Black Widow? I, I have watched Black Widow, and you know, it's, now my phone's a little bit charged now, so I can I can buckle up. Um, I saw Black Widow uh, on Saturday night by myself. I went to the theater. Wow! Um, and it might have been the first Marvel movie in which I, I don't. Little. I don't think any single person laughed at any joke. Wow! They all fell flat. All besides Florence Pugh, who plays Elena Belova in the movie, uh, no, no one was laughing like at all. I think she well, got a couple did chuckles. Oh, they they got a laugh. couple chuckles, but like. I've never seen an audience just like dismissively so not bored. care about them. Yeah. Wow. And 
to be because honest, you, you, there you was no all. stakes. There was none. The, the stakes could not have been lower. I mean, it really. I, unless you were at the Citadel facing uh, Kang the Conqueror. Okay. Uh, honestly, well, that's the we'll, catchphrase of this movie. The stakes we'll could not be lower. We'll I be, know. We'll, we'll go to Loki. We'll be. We'll go to Loki. We'll get to TV. But yeah, I mean, I think the first two acts are really solid. I, I don't really have a complaints. It's just the third act for me. Everything just fell apart. Like I just stopped giving a shit, and I just lost all interest in the movie. As soon as I found out the Red Room was some floating little thing in the sky, I was like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Whatever. Fuck. This is this is just stupid. My God. Yes. Nothing. Keep going. Please don't give um, him. Don't, he's just starving <laughs> for attention. Don't give it to him. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Black Black Widow is. I think he just pulled up Jillian's Anderson bra from underneath his couch and is now cuddled up with it. Oh my god! I, 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 Are those capris you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alex. I hope I hope this internship yeah. that you're at right now has like employee assistant program for I hope just so. to have someone to talk to. It'd be nice. I could use it. Um, All right, so Black Widow. Let's get your score here. Let's not belabor that you didn't average. Like it. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I'll still give it a one. And you know what? No, fuck it. A one. A, a one. A one out of one for the for the binary. Um, I guess, and then I guess. Which is weird because I'm going to give it, in my opinion, like a two out of five. Wow! I don't think I just it's it's just nothing. Just the stakes the stakes bad. are too low, and if you just like Elena Belova's great, but no other character stands out. It's just like whatever. It doesn't matter. You'll see her in Hawkeye. Yeah, just watch yeah, none of it matters. Recap. None of it matters. <laughs> like. We yeah, knew we know she's dead. None of this matters. There's yep. no reason why. I don't know why she didn't bother calling anybody in to help her. None of it matters. None of it. Uh, so, yeah. Well, she couldn't. They were all on the run. There was no one to call in. Yeah, they were in the run five five years later. It, it, it doesn't even. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> it doesn't. Like it's just like it's. It's just one of those movies. I, I hate. It was to a say movie. It, but it was a movie. Uh, it's popcorn fun. If you don't care at all, you'll enjoy yourself. Um, well, and, and here's the thing: we've already seen it. Yeah. Like, think about Cap Winter Soldier. You had a helicarrier crashing to the ground. Well, now you got the Red Room crashing to the to the ground. You've got her putting on the mask and tricking Robert Redford. Now she's putting on the mask and tricking Ray Winstone. It's like uh, instead of it being, you know. Uh, Oh, the whole thing with Taskmaster. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I will say that. Well, you know, some some so, people are saying that, you know, right either right after the movie came out or right around the time that uh, Feige has went on record saying, yeah, we're done with these multi-film contracts, by the way. You know, these giant, yeah, you know, Robert Downey-esque type contracts where it commits you to 20 films or whatever. And so people are joking. is like, yeah, they were waiting for Black Widow to get over with. And then they're like, yeah, no more of these contracts where we got to give a black, we got to make another Black Widow movie. Fuck that. We don't, we don't want to no, be committed yeah. to doing that anymore. Whether it's true yeah. or not, who knows, but pretty funny way to look at it. it, it I actually didn't mind Taskmaster. I, I would love for her to come back in some way, shape, or form. I, I thought... Maybe I, honestly the, I honestly thought the character had really good screen presence and all that, but um, what? <laughs> what screen presence? Like, what Alex, we were almost going to get out of this segment. Why did you I have to say something like that? Stare? 
The, I'm uh, sorry. I thought it was cool. I thought Taskmaster was cool. The, the I like goofy the stare she did. I like Look, Brian is so upset that his cell line is breaking up right now. Oh, is it? uh, PMR just spilled something on uh, Scully's bra. Hold on. It was still breaking up, Brad. No, you're good. All right, go on your rant now. Did you? uh, Did you not? uh, When when me and PMR watched it, I leaned up when she took the helmet off. I leaned over to PMR and I said, "Sloth love junk." <laughs> My God! And then when she jumps off the red room, when she jumps off the red room, I went, "There you go, Ice." <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. It was I, terrible. It was I terrible. Was that that was the worst terrible. villain. Now, now Drakeoff, Drakeoff, I, I have, a, I have problems with because he's just a mustache twirler. But like, uh, I don't have a problem with Taskmaster. She was fine. Uh, I hope. No, I think. I think with, the, and I think in the better hands of a different director. That character could have a lot more presence. Um, well, if you had done Jesus. the, the if, if you would have tried, tried to to make the character closer to the way the car, character was supposed to be, it's not instead that of trying bad. To, it's not that bad. Y'all are hating too much. The, it, the movie, the movie has a lot more. Problems. Says the man who gave it Task, a two out of five. Taskmaster is <laughs> not one of the movie's problems. Here's the well, <laughs> It's still not a good movie. I think it's pretty bad. I loved it. But I think it's a good movie. All right, hold on. So your final score is a two and a binary of one. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to a time, because we have a lot of time travel to cover. Let's cover time travel. A funny thing happened on the way to the bar. I'm Cassie. I repair time leaks. Very clever, Ray. You want to hear what happened or not? Absolutely. You're a time traveler. Bingo. Yes. <laughs> Three friends ran out of time. All right. So uh, your assignment on the stream will, Alex, was frequently asked questions about time travel. It's kind of billed as Shaun of the Dead meets Doctor Who, which yeah. sounds like a fine. I, I, I'm, I would buy that. Uh, yeah. Did you buy it? I... Again, just an okay. It's an hour and twenty-two minutes. Uh, first off, so it's not really that big of a commitment to sit down and watch. And maybe I was just—I don't know. I I didn't get. It was. It's not like supposed to be a funny movie. It kind of. It's a. It's a comedy slash this kind of sci-fi thing. And it's just fine. Like it's just like it's all right. Fine. It's just it's just fine. Uh, the whole the whole point of the movie is that these three friends go to a bar after one of them gets fired, and one meets a girl who's a time traveler, and then she says there's a time leak at the bar, and these three friends get like scattered through time just over the course of the movie, and there's this plot where they die at the end, and you don't know how, and you don't know what's going to happen. Thanks for that spoiler. And well, it's like twenty minutes in the movie. You find that out. It's literally the whole setup. But it's like, it's a fun little romp around time. But there's not really questions about time travel. It doesn't really live up to its name. And it also is just like, kind of pointless. There's no really character development. I mean, okay. all the characters just are just charming and fun. It's just a fun. It's just charming and fun. I hate it's like, it. It's like a. It's like a. <laughs> it was like they made a pilot for a show, and HBO was like, "No, we don't want to pick this up." And so they were like, "All right, we'll just make an hour and twenty minute movie." And that was it. And it sounds delightful. Like, like a, 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 the, in in 
uh, contrast to like your your mannerisms and uh, your inflection in your voice, it sounds delightful. It's fine, you know, disarming and funny, very likable. Yeah. The plot was good. Well, yeah. Oh, I'm so they're, over it. They're charming and funny. Give it a one. They're charming one. and funny, but they don't have any development. It's just like. Ah. Yeah, it's like, an hour yeah. and twenty minutes. How much can you develop yeah, in an hour and twenty minutes? You can do a lot in an hour and twenty minutes. Lots of exposition. But, yeah. <laughs> Lots of exposition. The whole, the, whole up mo- to. the whole movie is exposition. And if you look at it just from a standpoint of these are just three friends, just it's just an hour and twenty minutes of three friends going through time and just doing a romp around. It's fun. It's a fun and movie. Like two hours of four people doing a fucking podcast about nothing. So uh give us a, your final rating on this, Alex, so we can get into Loki Pokey. Oh, yeah, it was three out of five, uh, and the binary of zero. Uh, okay. A three out of five and a zero? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian, stop. Let him go. Just I, let I him would, go. I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it. I would recommend it, but, I mean, it's a fine thing. I wouldn't waste my time. The only reason I gave Black Widow a one is because it's in the MCU, and it's like, oh, if you want to keep up, yeah, go ahead and watch it. But it's like, I see your like, point. I see your point. This yeah. is not, like, this is just, this is an hour and 20 minutes that you won't regret, but you won't ever get back. So it's like, it's, hey, it's up to you. Oh it's delightful. <laughs> it's delightful. No one should watch it. You should not watch it. Absolutely not watch this. Alex is confusing review. It's a jaunty romp, but you will not like it. All right, Alex, do you have a replacement for this on HBO Max? Oh shit! Oh my um, god! All right, somebody. He's the next. Uh, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! I'm pulling up HBO Max right now. He's both though. He's Ebert and Cisco. <laughs> he argues with himself. He argues with himself. <laughs> all right! All right! All right! All right! Help! Help Give him out. What, what else do uh, we have on HBO Max? Let's see. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, all right. Well, while we do this, I got to keep this thing going, Alex. I am going to go ahead and spin going. the wheel. And we'll figure it out later. Hold on. Let's. Uh, if it lands on HBO Max, I'll literally just pick the first thing I see. Okay, that's it. Well, we we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. All right. So let's go ahead and spin the wheel. <laughs> All right, it's me. I'm the winner. Okay, and I have a replacement. Alex, I got some stuff I can send you if you want to look real quick. No, no, I got it. All right. <laughs> I've picked it. It looks terrible, so I'm going with this. Why? All right, Why would well, you will, pick you bad stuff? I will. It I know. Not be. I know nothing about it. We're I, supposed it to pick movies great. that we don't think that that exposes us to different things. So that's fine. Why yeah. I, All I right. Think this would, I'm going to leave it blank for right us. now. I'm going to spin the wheel, and if it lands on it, you'll have to tell us what it is. Okay. Yeah. I get Red Dot on Netflix. I, mean, I don't even know I what that is. I think, Podman Ron, I think you it. picked this, uh, this one out, right? <laughs> you just said never heard okay. of it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> never heard of it. What? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember what What's it's about, about either. But I feel like it's a vampire movie. movie. I feel like it's a vampire movie. It probably what is. is. All right. Uh, Alex, what do you have as the max replacement, just so I can put it on okay. the wall? Uh, the 1977 classic, Semi-Tough. Ooh, all right, fine. Well, Burt Joe, Reynolds and uh, Chris Christopherson and Jill Clayburn, I believe, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's the whole cast. Wow, you named them all. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, hey, I love my convoy and I love my semi-tough. I love looking at Bond Man Ron's ass in floppy pajamas, capris. <laughs> but that's the, Jesus that's the first thing I thought, and I thought, you know what, that could bring up a good discussion. So there's semi-tough for you. 
for okay. whoever lands on there. It's an hour and 47 minutes. Yeah, not a problem. Shoot we me. Will, we will take that. All right, finally, nothing else to talk about movies. I think we need to finally go to the TV world. All right, and in the TV world, we can't talk about anything except for <laughs> Loki. Uh, we're finally we we finally see where six episodes or whatever it's been these six hours of Loki has led us to, and someone who I am saying is the greatest uh, Marvel villain uh, possibly ever. Uh, let's take a listen to hear a little bit about uh, this mysterious guy. See what he has to say. Yes. At the end of time. And now you're just going to sit there with all that freedom and let us decide your fate. Yes! 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 What, what's the worst that can happen? You either take over and my life's work continues, or you plunge your blade in my chest and an infinite amount of me start another multiversal war, and I just end up right back here anyways. Right, so I don't think they ever called him King the Conqueror necessarily. I think he's like the the man whose name should not be spoken or something like that. Uh, but we finally get King, and we tie up in a nice, complete little bow of uh, this Loki experience. Uh, Alex, you've already gone on record saying that you thought this was absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah. So I'd like to hear from you a little bit about this. Um, well, he's not King. Uh, I, I, I think everyone on the internet agrees. And the minute I saw him, I knew he wasn't King. He's a Mortis, uh, which is another version of King from the comics, kind of where King ends up being and who he decides to be at the end of his life. Um, but here, I guess it's a variant of Kang. Um, yeah, this finale, I know, I, I'm, I'm sure, knowing this crowd, we're going to get a, a, a plenty uh, and a bountiful experience of diverse opinions. But uh, listen, I think it's great. It's it ties the show up. It sets it great up for season two. Hell, it sets up the rest of the MCU for like ten years. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. It, it's just it's balls to the walls. It's fucking just pure insanity. I mean, imagine this episode happening and they then tell you the Doctor Strange titles, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, you would have lost your fucking mind. Yeah, and that's the thing here. I mean, when we all thought WandaVision was going to be the thing that just busts open the multiverse, Loki's here and it just goes, no, we're doing it and this is going to just be it. And the fact that we're setting all this shit up, I mean, we're even setting up the Fantastic Four here. We're setting up literally everything and, and it's <laughs> we're setting up Secret Wars Brian and it's is fucking just great. Chomping at the bit here. And it, and it brings a new level of urgency to what if that's coming out in a couple months i mean literally the show not to just to mention the show was great i mean the fact that we the last episode isn't some dumb fucking action scene and it's just characters sitting at a table talking and it's the most exhilarating finale of them all sorry it's uh, it's, the, it's, it's the it's the best disney plus so far i put it in my top five mcu things of all time i don't care <laughs> i think the show I think this show kills it on all fronts. I mean, literally, just it obliterates its competition. There he is, and it's gonna fucking. Best. I cannot wait for season two. I there mean, really, is. I cannot wait. I was worried we lost him. No, the last two absolutely, Alex is, is back. Is. 
you well, know, this this is this is a fucking fantastic show. All right, I, I well, honestly I'll, can recommend it enough. Alex, I, I think you do make some valid points here. Uh, it, there was a lot of talky talky going on instead of action, which is fine. Uh, but basically. Uh, as if people haven't watched it already, ready and spoilers abound. Loki and Sylvie go meet whoever this person is at the Citadel at the end of time, and uh, they there's a debate on whether to kill him or not, which was the original plan. And he kind of explains who he is and what the multiverse is and how that came up to be. Uh, I think that was all fine and everything. Uh, Brian, you're over there. You were you know biting your tongue. While Alex was talking, if, it feels like you disagree a few on a few points. Uh, yeah, I disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah, so I mean, it was uh, what I mean. It's what I said about all these series and Black Widow. Everything in Phase Four so far has been completely disposable. You didn't need to watch any of it. None of it matters to the, to the greater universe. Wait. I would disagree with that. Hang on. I'll I'll explain. He will explain. explain. (laughs) We knew. You always let the master villain explain his motives, guys. Don't you know that by now? Yeah. So here's the thing. We knew the multiverse was on the table when they announced Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. What's the difference if they go the multiverse has always been here versus, well, Loki – Cause the multiverse. Well, well they just have either story. way. There's a multiverse. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't have to know that. I mean, but you don't have to know it at all. You don't know have to know the origin of the multiverse. No, nobody gives a shit. There is a multiverse, and here's the thing: Loki, who I like as a character tremendously, has been relegated to this pocket universe where he has really he's been completely neutered. He has no effect on the MCU whatsoever. And then yeah, you've got the Mortis chewing scenery like he's fucking Ernest uh supposed to camp <laughs> yeah. Ernest P. Worrell. Like what the hell was he doing? Like and I guess the, the idea was fucking he's listening wise, he's kinda crazy. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see like, you know, this is I guess good king or Immortus, and now we're gonna see bad king. Uh, well, so, it, well, let me. While you're on that point, uh, you know, I, I uh, searched the interwebs. I found the king that I like. This is the one that I like. I am Kang the Conqueror. I have come from the 41st century, traveling to this backwater time period for one simple reason: to eliminate you from the timeline. Now that's the kind of that's the king I was kind of expecting here, and I kind of got Ernest. Ernest goes to the multiverse instead. And here's the thing, too. And, Alex, this should land with you because of what you're doing internships for. There's an adage in filmmaking that is, show it, don't tell it. Mm-hmm. And all they fucking did that entire goddamn talkie, talkie. season finale was tell it. He explained his motivations. He uh, uh, he explained what he did. Uh, it was literally story time with <laughs> Ernest T. Warren. It was it was okay. Sit here oh, in a oh, room. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Okay. Let's. Let, I want to get you know, before we get to you back to you for your rebuttal here, Alex. I want to hear what Podman Ron thinks. Well, well I, mean, I, okay, I would agree that, no, 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 no. It was it was a little 
boring there for a little bit. What about 40 minutes? Oh my God, y'all can't just sit through a conversation without being like, oh, this is the flaw. Now, give me a finale. Kevin Smith conversation. I, mean, I can sit through it. This is the finale. You shouldn't have to sit through a conversation during the finale. Our but I do disagree with, with Brian division. that... Hold on a minute. Let me talk. I do disagree with Brian. It does set up... I mean, it is important to the Marvel, to the Marvel Universe because... It sets up the multiverse. Do you have to watch this? This is the genius of Marvel. You really don't have to watch this if you don't want to to understand what the multiverse is. So, so there's no, but that's my point. There's no stakes. If you don't need stakes. to watch this to understand, but, mm. but if you do want to understand it, if you want to understand what the multiverse is, then watch this. Yeah, I mean, it I, sets so it up. So, a multiverse is is a staple of science fiction. It's not like I you know. have to explain yeah, no, no, what the no, no, fuck no. a multiverse is. I know you don't have to, but if you're interested in how it happened, you can see that. You can watch this and figure it out. I thought it was – I actually liked his explanation. I liked the little thing that he did on the desk when he was explaining it. I mean, that was cool. I was like, okay, I understood. If We could have just gotten that for all the talking. Was him explaining that for the five or ten minutes it took for him to explain it? I was good with that. I was like, okay, that makes sense. It was all the other shit that he was blabbering about before that was like, oh, my God, just shut the fuck up. I mean, get to the point. But, no, I mean, if you're – if you're, this is the genius of Marvel, what they do. I mean, yeah, you can go see Doctor Strange. You don't have to watch Loki to understand the multiverse because just like what you just said, it's a multiverse. You it's, figure it out. It's different multiple so- universes. But – if you want to understand, this is a story of how it cre- was created in the Marvel Universe. Why wasn't it around before? Well, now you know why. If you watch the Loki show, you understand it. But if and you're just there's already Joe, a contradiction. But if you're, you're just an average Joe Blow who's just watching these movies because you like the action, uh, you, you know, you're okay with just watching Doctor Strange or whatever and never having to you know, watch Loki. But see, I mean, you're, there's already a problem with your argument. In the same that? episode, there's a problem with your argument. Because you said, well, okay. this is how the multiverse started. Well, apparently fucking not. Because if the multiverse all started after Loki went to the end of time, then uh, right. uh, Mobius would have known him in every... Uh, because it branched after Loki met Mobius. So the fact but that Mobius doesn't... It. They changed it from that fixed point on. No, 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 no. no. You, the, I see what you're saying, but you don't get it. You don't get he it. He made right? he made multiverses, so he's in a he's in a universe that he's never met Loki before. The multiverse branched. You saw the branching. The branching happened at went after Loki went to the Citadel. That's where the branching happened. So up to that point, in every universe, Loki should have known Loki. The branch Because there was only one universe up until that point, right? Yeah, there was only one universe up to that point. It didn't branch until Mobius met Loki. So him coming back and and Loki not knowing who Loki is, it's like, you've already, Marvel, you've already fucked it up. You've already fucked it up. With time travel, now, yeah, there's also time that, travel. I mean, what, all, I'm thinking, what I'm thinking and what you're thinking is the correct thing. We're both thinking that he's made multi-universes and Loki was thrown in one of those. But who's to say that a came from the future that came across, went back to the past at some point, wiped out all of that, and now that's why there's a statue of Cain because he came through 
he wiped all that shit out, and, uh, and he changed. Now the we line. have Loki season two with equally low stakes. To explain that, well, hold on. Hold on. I want to hear from Alex here. Let's see. Okay. Alex. I want to rebuttal. This whole thing of no stakes. First off, there are stakes. We we what? spent a whole season getting to know characters that are going to have a season two. That automatically assumes there's stakes. There's stakes for Loki. There are stakes for Sylvie. There are stakes for Mobius. There are stakes for eight and uh, or whatever and fifteen or whatever it is. Like there's stakes for all of these people. There's stakes for Renslayer. There's now stakes for a new big bad that this show just introduced. That's probably the big bad that we're leading to that's going to end up being Secret Wars. You're right. You don't have to watch this. If it's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea. No one's asking you to. But also, back when the back when Phase 1 of MCU started, you didn't need to watch Thor. Or I mean, you may not have Fair to watch enough. Thor, but you didn't have to watch Captain America. You didn't have to watch Iron Man 2 or The Incredible Hulk. You didn't have to watch all that shit. Yeah. It didn't fucking matter. You can watch the Avengers and go in fucking blind. And then if you didn't even see the big purple guy at the end, guess what? All the others didn't movies didn't matter too. Because if you saw Infinity War, it's like, oh yeah, big purple guy, one stones, yeah, easy, simple. It's like all these movies are interchangeable. You don't have to see Guardians One or Guardians Two for the MCU. You don't have to see this. You don't see that. You don't see Thor: The Dark World. You don't see any of that shit. You don't have to see it. The point of the show is, hey, here's a story about how we're getting here. Here's the next phase. Here's the big thing we're doing. Unless you can be in or out. minutes in the finale explaining it. it doesn't, it's not even about the explanation. They they do the explanation, but the, what it, what it's doing is it's you have this character. You have Alex. You have it's, no, it's no, a poorly no, made no, finale. You have Ouch. A, no, it is no, a poorly not. made finale. No, you're looking from, at it from, from you're looking at it from Alex. the grand MCU scale. No. It's not because you're from, looking at the no, I'm looking scale. at it from a good television. No. Uh, uh, point of view, Alex. Then you're wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. You are. And, and you me, should be. Here's the thing. You no. should be able to recognize this as uh, more than anybody <laughs> else. Show and tell doesn't matter here because we're looking forward. It we're not looking back at the matters. past. It doesn't fucking it's matter. It's a visual medium. It is a, it's visual, a visual medium. medium, but it doesn't fucking matter. Let me ask it you doesn't something. matter. It doesn't could, matter. Could this finale <laughs> have been an audiobook? <laughs> sure. Why not? All of the any could movie can be an audio play. Any audio, but, fucking, Brian, any movie could be an audio book. You it's almost a sound script. You, you read off of it. <laughs> you sound like Brian that you're. You just want big explosions for a finale here, and that's that's that doesn't. The seem biggest like, complaint know. we have about one division's finale is that is it, it was like stupid, empty, yeah. empty action, action yeah. with no stake. Right. Look, but I, here, I see what you both are here, saying. Here, here's I'm what I'm right saying. Here's what I'm saying. What are you saying? I don't, I don't care about the MCU. I'm talking about this show in particular. That conversation with the Mortis, take it or leave it on what it stakes add to blah, 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 and what it stakes add to the show. Let's talk about what it stakes add to the characters. You're talking about two people. One with, they literally say in the episode, Sylvie lacks the ability to trust and Loki can't be trusted. They have and, to say it out loud as if we hadn't had five episodes establishing that. <laughs> well, they, they said it. They need to fucking say it out loud. They said That's it in all of the five episodes leading up to leading it as well. To it, but you know what? I don't think we've, 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 but we've you know what? that point enough. Let's it, say it one more time. But it works for these characters at that pivotal moment because at no, that pivotal moment. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does because at that pivotal moment, at that moment You didn't need to say time, it. You could have said it. What a country. You could have said it with a look. No. You could have said it with a look, Alex. You couldn't have and said it with a look. Absolutely, you could. And half the people wouldn't have fucking gotten it. Maybe probably, you that got could be it. true, too. 
Maybe you got it early on, but it's still a beautiful delivery by Tom Hiddleston, and it's even more impacted by the fact that she kisses him next and then sends him through a fucking portal. That stakes for our characters. That means there's more tension to this romance. You need to, like, expand your viewing. you're just fucking wrong, because everyone on the internet disagrees with me. No, because what you No, everybody doesn't disagree with me. Everyone does. This is the highest rated. This is the highest rated. Just because it was rated high doesn't mean people liked it. Yeah, we know people are. You said the same thing about Zack Snyder's Justice League, and it's second top tier on IMDb for superhero movies. Like, what are you talking about? It is. Go look it up. All right, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 talk a little bit about. Kang Mortis, the man with no name, a little bit. Yes. Here's the here's the I get what both are saying, but I mean, I like the little bit of part I just explained a little bit ago. <laughs> I like the little bit of part that Zach Snyder's you know, Justice League is a seventy-one percent. That ain't bad. Oh my god! Like it's the second highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. I said IMDb. Yeah, he said, uh, said he did IMDb. say IMDb for superhero movies. Anyway, yes, PMR. So, so. I, I admit, I, I would like to have a little bit more action. I think what they could have done was introduce the Kangs or the different Kangs from the different multiverses at the end and let them fight them at the end. Why? Because we're going to see them again. So it doesn't matter. That's the fun because of this. Is that we're going to see matter. We're going to see all of these people. Towards, I mean, no, it wasn't. I spent a 40 minutes of them talking, and it was like, oh, my God, just get to the point. I mean, the show is about talking. I don't know if you oh. know this, but there's barely any action in the show. Well, here's general. Let, me, let me give you something else, Alex. Let me give you something else. They've completely, at the end of the season, fucked up Loki. No, like, Why? He, he's not a, he's not a, a, a he's, there's no mischief. There's no, there's no, they hey, I'm, I'm going to. There's, there's no mischief. There's no, I'm trying, no there's no wink at the camera. There's no, there's none of that. It's, it's Loki is, Loki is now the most boring. Super, <laughs> he, he went from the, the most interesting villain in Marvel's, you know, in the Marvel MCU to the most boring he was, hero. He, 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 even, he went from oh, a he really bad guy to like a real off shot. You know, like yeah. we don't even know what he's milk toast. He's milk toast. He is milk toast. Yes, I, he's I agree not. With that. He's not. We don't yeah. even know what season two is, and we're just Come calling on, it. Sylvie, let's just I really, kiss I and really rule the world. Milk toast is, but yeah, I agree. It sounds so about as right. bland as you can get. Yeah, you know, I think that no one's asked me about my opinion. And that's you know, the way it is sometimes when your you're. Well, thank you for asking. Normally, you don't watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but. Uh, no, I mean, I I, I wasn't I crazy about, about the performance. It's <laughs> like hypno toad. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the performance. Uh, I, I mean, I, I get it. I I can I can get it, but I didn't like it. So I I like the ending. I just didn't like the journey of how we got to the ending of the multiverse and all that kind of stuff. I thought that the 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 sting the kind of, at the end of him looking up and it's like, oh, there's King or whoever, and he's in a different universe. I I enjoyed that, uh, and I think I would have liked it a little bit more. And maybe this is siding a little bit more with Alex, but I kind of would have liked it if they would, if uh, Loki and Sylvie would have come to to Kang. 
earlier on in the episode, and then most of the episode would have been kind of a a moral type battle between Sylvie and Loki as far as should we kill him or not? Because they kind of had to make that decision in like two minutes screen time or whatever. Yeah. And then they Kane had to fight for five up. minutes. Because Kang wouldn't shut up. Yeah, <laughs> acting goofy and oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I didn't like that portrayal either. That was kind of stupid. Okay. I really so I think, I think so he could have shown. Trouble. Listen, here's what happened. Right. So I, like, like, he, oh, my God. Yeah. He was so let me Let me use this Krypton technology from Zack Snyder and show you what happened here with these metal And I things. like that. Honestly, I like that. I like yeah, that. I did too. Death it was fine. Uh, they, I mean, I thought it, my I first thought like was Krypton, trail. but I know. I, I would have liked, liked a little bit more sinister person for Ben, but Exactly. And, and I think that having more of a sinister person, it would have been nice to, again, kind of have – this uh, uh, battle, morality battle between Loki and Sylvie, to where it's like you could see that they're really tortured and really thinking about the repercussions of what could happen here, as opposed to Loki being like, hey, wait, hold on, let's not do that. And she's like, no, I'm going to kill him. You know, it was sort of like it would have been great to have Loki or somebody kind of say, or, or you have this feeling well, of like, there's really problems. If we kill him, there's going to be huge right. repercussions. Or you didn't Loki. really get that. Or Loki actually have to like revert to form and use do something to try and trick her and, oh, and yeah. cause tension between the two of them. Uh, where where the, she, now, that was now, her point. That was what it's to see Sylvie go down that path that he's been down. Now he has to drag her out. That's the, that's the point of the show. My, is that we're seeing this repetition between Loki this and he's, Loki is more boring. Than the first act of Captain America, Steve Rogers. He's he's gone from he's more boring Marvel's than Ronan the Accuser, boy, like Marvel's Marvel's bad boy to uh, oh shucks, I'm gonna you hug you. Him. That's just bad. I'm a hugger. Loki's a hugger. Well, let me. My, I see what Brad's saying though. I mean, it felt like if they would just have would have talked for like two minutes because I'm two more like, minutes of talking. fighting, you know, if they would have just said, hey, you know what, if you kill this guy, you know, why are you so have a mat on to kill him? He's well, literally telling you, us what's going to happen. Us that. They told us why he's uh, They I told you, but why, you, I didn't get that but, the characters like Sylvie, I don't know if Sylvie heard that. Loki heard yeah, it. Why, would she, why was she so dead set on wanting to kill this guy? I mean, why would you dead set on killing and somebody? He had a good point. He, she didn't wrestle with it at all. He right. made good points. Right. And she was just like, oh, are you done? I didn't listen to a word you right. fucking and said. That, that, goes, that goes to character development as well. It's Sylvie like kept gonna, it's being like herself. Stab a, it's like you're going to stab a knife into an atomic bomb not knowing what's going to happen. You know what, What's going to happen if I do this? I don't know. Let's just do it. I you don't know what's going to happen if you're going to kill this guy. He's an unknown that, variable. I mean, I think that's the just, point. <laughs> I think that's the point is that her experience has driven her to this point to where she doesn't care. Like, but I didn't get that. This character? Well, I didn't get, I didn't that. get no. that she didn't care. I got that she wasn't this, really paying attention. We did Alex, that over the last six here's episodes. Here's the problem with what you're saying, Alex. If she didn't care or she thought that I don't care if the, this blows up the universe or not. Why the hell did she try to save Loki? Why would she push him through a portal before she stabbed him if it was going to end all reality anyway? It didn't make, no, didn't she, wasn't, she wasn't trying to save him. She was trying to get him out of his uh, – yeah, I, I think she, I think she was saving him, yeah. No, she wasn't uh, saving him. She yeah, was trying to get him out of the way. Yeah, I think she was trying to get him out of the way. 
Yeah, because he kept trying but, to delay her. I still don't. I still agree she with tricked them. him. I still agree with them saying that there was no. I felt no thing that she just was had such a mad on for him that she needed to kill him. It it just made no sense. It was like they literally have been doing that thing. It's been her whole arc this entire season. Well, that, that's like y'all just didn't watch the show. That, that may really be true. Problem. I fast forward through most of it, but that's my <laughs> problem. Is that there kind of wasn't too much of an arc for her. It, it would have been more interesting if you would have saw her struggle with. I came here to kill this guy, and now. I, I maybe I shouldn't do it, but I really, really want to do it. You, you, she just kind of stayed. Nope, I still want to kill him. I still want to kill him. You know, there were, to me there was no character. There was no. There. there was no. Yeah, and, and, and so so she had no arc, and Loki went. Uh, Loki is he just now go, like the Gulliver pile of the Marvel universe. Like it's. Well, he's tricked by everyone. Gomer Paul and Ernest. <laughs> he's gotten tricked by everyone. He has he he has no cunning about him whatsoever. No guile about him whatsoever. He has no machinations. No alternate plans. No, he has no motivation other than man. I'd really like to doink Sylvie. That's his <laughs> only motivation for the whole series. And and, so, and and he went. It makes no sense why his point of view changed. It makes no sense why uh, everything you loved about the character they stripped away. So now he's just and there was no struggle. Generic, generic hero. Yeah. Well, no, not true. Another thing is like I don't understand. I, I've just said I didn't understand why she would have killed him in the first place because it was just unpredictable what was going to happen. But also, he's offering them to take over for him. Here so you go. Like the way you ran it, run it yourselves. Yeah, here you go. Take over for me. Let's, you know, I'm going to help no, you. He, I'm going to establish you to no, run he this said for me. He wanted them to keep going with the timeline, keep making right. it only one, keep right. giving people so a free will. Like keep making, I mean, but they, yeah, could, they I mean, could let him go off into the sunset and do whatever the hell they want. Right. So if they didn't like the they way could it was, ass. They, could, they could do it whatever the, whatever right. they wanted to so, do. But they're like, no fuck sense. It. No. Yeah, I know. It's like, it made no sense. I mean, he's giving them the ultimate power of everything. Why are you wanting to just because Sylvie's thinking out of vengeance? Or what about what thinking out of vengeance? What about That's, this? When 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 uh, Avengers people, the clock. What's her name? Yeah, Tiny Town Tune, whatever. Yeah, Miss 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 or whatever the fuck when, it she, is. when she appeared and she said, Would you like, you know, I'll put you back in the universe. Yeah, you want to beat the Avengers? I'll make sure you beat the Avengers. You want to be the king of Asgard? You'll be the king of Asgard. All you got to do is just tell me. And, and Loki's like, No, thanks. Yeah, there was no struggle with it. it. Yeah, there was no struggle, it felt like. He was like, Oh, that's tempting. Even that would have been like a wink to the old Loki. He's like, no thanks. I'm a hero now. Yeah, I'm yeah, a that hero. Was... Yeah. I... Uh, all right. We we've uh, spoken a lot, Alex. Come on to help defend Loki here. I don't think there's a point. I think y'all just. I, I don't think Loki's a, 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 just a nonchalant hero anymore. I think you have a character that's struggling with the good and bad of himself and redefining himself and what he can be and the power he can. We don't know what season two has to offer. We don't know if Loki's tricks and things have to get gone. He's in the TVA still. And he's probably not supposed to be here, and there's probably a Kang looking for him to try to get him the fuck out. Here's my he's gonna have, he sucks, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to play some tricks. He's gonna have to do some things. As for Jonathan Majors, is he's not going to fight Kang? No, this isn't going to wrap up with Kang. Kang's going to wrap up at the the end of Phase Four. 
Yeah, he's not gonna make any headway on beating Kang. We're probably gonna see Kang in the next season. Like that's probably yeah, okay. it'll be. If you yeah, watch Agents of Shield, we'll see. they'll we'll see hit Kang. at Kang. They'll hit at Kang. No, but Kang, but Loki's not gonna statue. beat him. Loki, Loki will just be cleaning up timeline stuff, right? Yeah, Loki's been cleaning up timeline stuff. Loki's not gonna beat him. Loki's not gonna be there when he's beaten. Loki, Loki is going How to have nothing to do. You're saying all of this because he's Nerdstradamus. They have said definitively. No, they haven't because the Hollywood, the Hollywood Reporter just came out with their report two days ago that said Loki may appear in Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. Feige said Loki will not. Yeah, before there. the season ended. Hollywood Reporter. The Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter, Brian. Reporter. Hollywood Reporter. They did say Hollywood. he's going to oh, be I, in it. Yeah. I thought you said the tattler. The reporter said it? Yeah. Oh, well, then, okay. Fake news. Fake news. All right. Well, uh, let's can I say one thing? One thing. With the TV. Yes. Is I was going to go on the record and say that the Marvel stuff with the Disney, to me, I mean, it's been okay to watch, but it doesn't compare to the Netflix stuff. I mean, uh, you know, Daredevil this show's stuff, better than oh, three okay. Netflix shows. No, <laughs> I, I, no, I'm sorry. Daredevil oh. is much better than uh, any of these three. Yeah, but Loki's no. better. Loki's better. One Jessica Jones, Jones than Jessica is better. Jones. No, no, oh no, no. oh god, no. no. What? no. Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones season one was season, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. And I would, I would go on record to say Luke Cage season one is better. No, than oh, god, yep. no. no, no, no. I, I agree with that. No! Yeah. Oh my no. God! <laughs> so I am. I'm very. Of all these three shows oh that's God. come out with Disney Plus, I mean, I've still got to say WandaVision. Although I, I, the first, <laughs> the first episode of Loki, to me, I lo- I liked it a lot. Uh, WandaVision, man. I, the, oh Jesus! It. The oh. only, the oh only redeeming thing about this season, about this series of Loki. The most interesting thing they did of all six episodes was Lo- uh, was uh, what uh, old Loki. Old yeah, I Loki. did like old Loki because yeah, he actually had a story arc. He had an arc, and he w- it was believable that the why he changed. And honestly, old Loki, all old Loki could be our our Loki. First Loki. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think really that's also it. really interesting too. So, <laughs> yeah. If they told me, hey, you can have uh, um, Tom Hiddleston Loki season two, or we can give you uh, Richard E. Grant <laughs> Loki. Loki season two, I'd I much prefer that. Richard yeah, E. Grant. Me too. Yeah, Ouch. he he did. He really did a good job. That uh, costume, everything Brian, is really cool. I mean, you're uh, Alex is mm. Alex is not doing good here. He's got a headache. You, you two are giving him a headache. Hope you're happy. Yeah, just the idea that that could have been our Loki. Oh and, my God. And, and, and it explained that Loki did actually trick Thanos at the end. Yeah, here's, right? I mean, here's my thing. I think y'all, and and I get it, and I understand. Y'all grew up with these characters. You have these ideas of what they should be. Yeah. And Loki and that I, is the god of mischief. Not anymore. Not even. Not anymore, anymore Brian. <laughs> That just changed, he's, son of a bitch. He's changed four thousand years worth of mythology. He's barely been the god of mischief. Because he's not a boner for Sylvie. Yeah, no, that's he a character never had arc. A boner before in four thousand oh years, and then he got a boner. And 
So can we, hey, honest question here, and and I I do want you to finish your statement, Alex, but honest question. So who was Sylvie? Was Sylvie really a Loki variant? Yes, she was a Loki variant. Okay, but she just called herself Sylvie instead of Loki. Yeah, she didn't want to be referred to as that name. Because I guess she'd lived apart from it for so long. All right, well, that's fine, I guess. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I think we lost Brian. Yeah, well, Brian is on the way of Paul Orndorff here, I think. comatose. Uh, Alex, what's your final thoughts of trying to convince these two knuckleheads that this is a fantastic show? I don't think there is a convincing. Because what I know from these two is that they'll find anything (laughs) to bitch about. Yes, they will, brother. They're the nitpickers of the world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, from a basis, from a start to finish, there's a good season of television. It's mysterious, it's intriguing, and it sets up something for it was a lot not of shit. I enjoyed it's, it. I did enjoy Brad. it. Brad. Brad is not bad. It's fucking great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it's not Loki, great. I'm sorry that Loki has his, <laughs> has a character arc and tries to change a little bit yeah, and, it sorry, upsets your, and it upsets your 40 years of history. Yeah, Who the Brian. fuck cares? It's a fucking TV show at the end of the day. And you know what? It's enjoyable. It's like a 95% Run Tomatoes or some shit. Everyone loves it. Twitter went nuts. I had like six hashtags all day. You need to go read some reviews from the finale. Because he has, it sounds I, like. I have. No, he read, it's called Confirmation Bias, Alex. You read the reviews that supported <laughs> the your internet. point of view. I just went on the internet. And it just you, you said like, you, wow, and, and any article that, that, that didn't sound like it was a glowing review of Loki, you skipped over. It's the second highest rated superhero TV show on IMDb, Brian. Why would I do that? It doesn't, that doesn't add anything to me. I want to hear everyone's version of criticism what the show yeah. has. Yeah, I agree. I'm lost Sil- into one right now. Hashtag Sylvie diversity. Has, Sylvie has a lack of development throughout the show that I hope they expand on more. The love interest, <laughs> Loki, kind of carries that the most part. But it's like, it's like, and by the way, every a, time it's a good fucking show. Every like, time like, Sylvie whatever. was like, "I'm going to enhance them or enchant them or whatever," it's like, "Wait, so you're the enchantress?" Ah, yeah, it was very. Confusing She's like a melt. Sylvie, call me Sylvie. <laughs> All right, well, let's ra- wrap this up because uh, I know we have lots of other movie reviews to get to. I know you guys are waiting to hear about the cow seals and everything. Uh, <laughs> so I. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Alex, I think you made some good points there, but I don't think you're going to convince these two of anything. Uh, Brian's no, I'm already... I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I'm in the I, middle. Okay. What is this? Slate.com? Slate. Slate.com, Brian? Come on. Slate. Come on. Do better. Be better. I'll find more. Don't worry. Yeah. All right, stop. We're gonna. We, Brian and I watched a movie together, and we fell asleep together. Let's hear a retro oh. review. Brian, uh, sorry, this this just confirmed your confirmation bias that you've only read bad articles about the episode? No, I've read, I've read the positive stuff, too. <laughs> oh my God. You said that leak real fucking quick. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he, he was very <laughs> eager to jump on that and uh, attack the people. All right, let's hear a little bit uh, of The Hunt. I know what this is. It's Mannergate. Every year, these rich elites kidnap a bunch of normal folks like us. Where'd they get you from? Wyoming. Orlando. Mississippi. This is the real thing. They're hunting human beings for sport. Then you're not human beings. All right. We, Brian and I watched The Hunt. Uh, Retro Review came out in 2020. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, David Lindenoff, who we may know from other fantastic shows, was one of the writers of it. Uh, stars uh, mostly people you've not heard of. Hilary Swank being the top star of it, along with uh, uh, Ike Barinholtz, who you've seen in a lot of places, a lot of different things. And a couple of the cameos from uh, uh, the Roberts Kid and uh, the good-looking guy from uh, uh, that NBC show that everybody loves, This Is Life. This is us. This is is us. us. Uh, So anyway... Uh, it was, what was it? Was it on HBO Max? Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know, they, they don't know anything, but they, how they, how they become chosen for a very specific pur- purpose, the hunt. Uh, so as we heard from the, read from the description and the uh, trailer there a bit, uh, it's a bunch of rich people go around collecting some degenerate people and they put them in a field, give them some guns and they hunt them down. Uh, that's basically it, and we've seen that before plenty of times. The most dangerous game probably being the earliest uh, version of this type of thing. Uh, Battle but there, Royale, Hunger Games. Battle Royale, yeah, Hunger Games, obviously. Uh, a little bit twists in there type stuff. Um, Brian, what did you think of it? I know you, you watched it just because I had put it on the rundown saying I watched it and you wanted to see what it was about, right? I really liked it. It was not I, uh, bad. It was not bad. And what's interesting about this movie is, and, and Brad, I don't think you realized it because you just kind of saw it at random, but uh, the, it was the controversy about this film in uh, 2019 when it was originally going to release. Because the whole thing is, it's uh, the, the controversy was that it was liberal elites hunting deplorables. Right. Right. And There's um, an agenda in this movie, Podman Ron. You would love it. Oh, you, <laughs> you love you movies with I agendas. Think you would enjoy this movie because it's not really an agenda. It's all, it's like at the end, it's like you know, it's all just labels. It's all just bullshit. It's right. just any excuse to, is a good excuse to kill somebody, right? Right? Whether it's uh, you know, so. Uh, but I really, man, it started off with they didn't mess around. Right. With, That's uh, why I liked a about lot it. of plot development. It was like. Death, 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 twist, death, death, death. And of people that you've, because again, the star of the movie was is Betty Gillian, who I don't know who the hell that is, uh, and most people didn't. Gilpin, the, it's Gilpin. Gilpin but, yeah. um, and uh, but you see the uh, what's her name? Emma, not Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts or Emma yeah, Roberts. Emma Roberts is in it. And you're like, oh, okay, I know her. She's a movie star. Boom, she's dead. And then the guy from This Is Us, you're like, oh, okay, he must be the star of it. Boom, he's dead. And then there's the Ike, uh, Ike. was it Burko? Uh, yeah, what? Uh, he's uh, been in several. Yeah, yeah, he's been in several movies. Yeah, like uh, he makes it like eight minutes. Right, right. It's uh, so like the uh, the fact they really should have not put her on the posters. Cause, yeah, because like, you wouldn't know who the hell the star is. Yeah, yeah. You, you, the post in, the posters prominently feature her face. They should have like just left her off. Yeah. You know, and and did a group shot or something, but uh, uh, she was re- she was great. Yeah, she was uh, she was great. Like, uh, and uh, you had uh, Glenn Howerton. Yeah, yeah, was one of the uh, the elite. One you know, guys from uh, Philadelphia. I have to ask: Were there stakes? Yes, were there stakes high. They made there stakes was, out of their <laughs> middle, low. I, I mean, I there was a twist. No. There was a twist in the middle. Yep, right. Oh. There was a twist. Where you realize where this all, where it all started because it just kind of drops you into it. You don't yeah. feel there. It starts on a plane. They've already kidnapped these people for the hunt, 
and you don't really know what their motivation is. And then you get like in the, at the beginning of the third act, they flash back like uh, 11 months or 13 months yeah, or something yeah. like that. And they give you like a 10 minute scene or so explaining what their motivation is. And then you, then you go in hard into the third act. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the film. It was a, it was a surprise to me. I, I kind of thought it was a little analogous to uh, ready or not. Which I had never yeah. heard of before, and I watched it. And I'm like, oh, this is a nice little horror movie. Yeah. Kind of same with this. I'd never heard of it before, and I'm like, hey, let me just put it on, watched it, and I was pleasantly surprised. So I urge you to uh, check it out, Alex and, and Batman Ron. All right. It was uh, Damon Lindelof produced it and uh, wrote the script. Yep. So wow. It's all good there. Uh, my other retro review that I wanted to get that uh, I just kind of watched the tail end of it and it's like, oh, goddamn, now I want to watch this movie again. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. The Matador. 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 The Matador. Um, with, and it was uh, 2005. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, Greg Kinnear, fantastic duo, a globe trotting hit man. And a crestfallen businessman meet in a hotel bar in Mexico City in an encounter that draws them together in a way that neither expected. Anybody seen this movie, The Matador? Never even heard of it. I've never no, seen it. I know, I know of it. I remember it now. But if it, you'd ask me... Yeah. It, it could be up in my top five movies of all time, almost, along with uh, City of uh, Children of Men and uh, Eternal Sunshine in adaptation, Alex. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I love this movie. Greg Kinnear is fantastic in it. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is fantastic. Um, he he plays Pierce Brosnan pretty much. Uh, but, again, he's a hitman who's lost his mojo, and uh, Greg Kinnear helps him get it back. But there's a, a fantastic movie. I urge you to watch it. Um, I'm not doing it justice, but Matador, you got to watch it. All right. All right. Is it about a is it about a bullfighter or something? And, no, just because they're in Mexico City and they watch, you know, maybe there's probably some subliminal messages about being a matador and all that kind of stuff. But uh, no, it's not about. This. It's about a hitman who, again, kind of loses his mojo and has to find it, find his mojo back. Ah, sweet right. little story. You may like it. There, there's touching moments in it. Let me tell you, you may cry. There's touching moments. I'll have to look into it. I'll All right. have to watch it. I know you love a, a good touching moment. I love there. a good touching moment in an action film. Uh, there you go. Yeah, it's more of a drama than an action, but it's in comedy. Lot, lots of, lot, it's got everything. It's perfect. All right. Anyway, on to the movies. Let's go over to what we're looking at. What you looking at? Brian, you put something on here that I've heard of, uh, but I'd never seen. Wellington Paranormal. You guys are out there what? doing some exemplary police work. Savelli and Jones apprehended a vandal caught in the act of defacing public property. The man was drawing a large penis on a wall. <clears throat> they managed to confiscate the pen and change the drawing into that of a man with a big nose. Actually, looking at it now, it, uh, it's not really gender-specific, is it? Are you what? All right. So this tell us a little bit about this because I've, I've seen it. I've seen it, uh, you know, on a selection here. Where did you watch it and what's it all about? It is on HBO Max. Uh, they're releasing it weekly. It's also on the CW. Uh, but there was a bidding war because this, this show started in 2018 in New Zealand. And it's produced by uh, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. And it's set in the same universe as what we do in the shadows. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. 
So it's and it's they're basically just uh, police officers in Wellington, uh, New Zealand, and uh, they in, they investigate paranormal activity. And it's uh, it's delightful. It's yeah. very very good. Yeah, all right. Alex, have you seen what we do in the shadows? I have. That's a funniest on movie. All right, so you, we would like that. I'm a big fan as well. Yeah, so it's a got, great movie. They've done three seasons, but you know it's the it's the BBC style seasons. It's three seasons, total of 19 episodes, and they've released the first two episodes on HBO Max. It is uh-huh. delightful. All right, I will definitely check it out. First again. episode has to do with like a a demon. The second episode has to do with aliens. And they make a lot. The theme song is very like uh, X Files ish, and they make references to Mulder and Scully, and it's very, it's very good, very good show. All right, I, I, will, I will check it out. PMR, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll watch it. All right, well, <laughs> we need uh, racing endorsement. We need Pod uh, Woman Nancy to go give uh, PMR a nudge. Yeah, well, we'll. How about turn the lights hey. back on? Well, I was going to give my boss report. Oh, yeah, please. Give him the boss oh, report. Oh, God. We've been waiting. Yes, this is a new segment, the boss report. Oh, God. <laughs> Can it not? All boss, all the time. All boss, all the hey, time. You know, the boss Alex, network. if we had to sit through Brian's fucking wrestling thing, then we're going to have to sit <laughs> through the boss report, okay? Okay. Go ahead, Pop. So I've kind of realized who boss reminds me of. Uh oh, this may be self-reflective. No, no, no. The man in the mirror. Me? No, no. He reminds I me punch of. Him. He is like he is like Joe Friday from oh. the old Dragnet show. Okay. He's very. <laughs> oh god. You wouldn't know, but Joe Friday was. Well, you, you go to, go on to YouTube and uh, look at Joe Friday. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube is filled up with Joe Friday and Dragnet. <laughs> Joe <shows>. Friday stuff. <laughs> That's who he reminds me. He has no personality. And, like, you know, when, when he's in his house, all he does is just listen to jazz and, and work on cases. And it's like, it's not realistic. So, but anyway, that's who he reminds and me brood. of. brood. You forget, you forgot brooding. And he does. He broods a lot. He broods a whole lot. But and I like sometimes. Name drops you know, takeout restaurants. Where the, <laughs> where the other most annoying person on the show is his daughter. And. Like he taught her, she she the episode the other day she hit a uh, a, a car while she was learning how to drive. Did Bosch get mad? No, he did not. He was even tempered. He told her it was okay. Made sure it was good. So our hero has a heart. She'd like to have seen you land a job with a little more status attached. Is that it? I guess that's part of it, but not all of it. I swear to God, I think maybe I can understand how she feels. Or is it Dragon? And maybe she's right. Yeah, you tell me. You think that's Joe Friday or Bosch? It's awkward having a policeman around the house. Friends drop in. A man with a badge answers the door. The temperature drops twenty degrees. You throw a party, and that badge gets in the way. I swear to God. All of a sudden, there isn't a straight man in the crowd. It sounds like Bosch. That's how (laughs) Bosch talks. Oh, I may like it then. I love a good dragnet speech. I love a good dragnet speech. Brian, isn't that how he talks? I mean, he sounds like him, don't he? I mean, yeah, he's so matter of fact, and, and but he's more curt than uh, uh, yeah. But Joe just Friday that little is. bit. If, if Joe Friday goes on and on and on, yeah, if, he would, if, he would, he yeah. would say something and then storm out of the room or 
or throw the chief of police through a playground. Right, right. <laughs> but he talks just like that in the oh, same okay. inflection, the same tone. If you yeah. would have just played that clip for like 30 seconds, I wouldn't have been able to tell if it was Bosch or Joe Friday. Wow. It's a new game. Is it Bosch? Or is it Joe Friday? Well, I sure Joe Friday. All right. Well, I think that's a, I'm going to write that one down. I think that's a keeper yeah, right yeah. there. That's, that's a keeper. That's a new segment. A new I know. Segment. You know, the worst thing is when Maddie tries to brood like Bosch. <laughs> God, I don't want to know about that. Because they want to show. I'm only they want on to, season three. So. They want to make her it, it like, oh, you can really see like the influence Bosch's had on Maddie. And it, it just it comes off. So like, like, she's trying to lose her personality? Yeah. Well, yeah, Bosch and Maddie are uh, when, when you get towards the end, they're like the 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 most the worst characters in the whole show, and that's what they're going to spin spin off into a new show. Its own. I was going to so. say it doesn't need towards the end. They're the worst characters in the whole show right now, and he's the lead. So. <laughs> Just scary. Well, people people love him. Other than you, people love him. No, I no, I don't think people love him. I, I think, think people they do. like Lance Reddick. I think people like the guy who plays his partner. I think people Jay like Edgar. Yeah, Jay Edgar. Everybody likes everybody else. But when it comes to Bosch, I mean Well it's weird. When you get to season six, it's like, okay, well well we could make Bosch more likable, uh, or we could just make everybody hate Jay Edgar. <laughs> and so Bosch will be more likable by comparison. And that's basically what they do in season six. Well, seven. it's like it's like like even oh like God, officers, road officers, road <laughs> officers, the road officers are like. He went up to this road officer the other uh, night, and he was like, about dead "Where's your gloves at? Why aren't you wearing gloves? This is crime scene." And they, he's like, "Hey, I just forgot, man." Turn and my Bosch mic goes, back on and talk to Bosch goes, Bosch goes. <laughs> Well, next time, don't forget, or something, and walks away. And the, the, the road officer goes, Bosh. I, I love it. Everybody does it. An hour and Every, 30 minutes, and they're still talking about fucking Bosh. Everybody goes, everybody's like, Bosh. <laughs> that's what they say. Lance Reddick, every time he talks to him, he walks away, or he can't the phone, he goes, Bosh. <laughs> like, he's, they say it with such vitriol. It's but it's not insane. because, like, he's done something terrible, terrible. It's just they can't stand the guy. He's, he's so just an asshole. Day. I'm going to have he's to get my own podcast so I can talk about the cow sills. Oh, <laughs> Christ, how many? Well, that, now, that okay. sounds interesting, guys. Yeah, yeah, right, right, look, here's the thing. Have you ever heard PMR talk this much about a show on a weekly basis? Yeah, that he hates. <laughs> or he hates the character. God, I mean, I get gotta, it. You gotta, you gotta watch this show to understand how no, terrible this character no. is. I don't want to watch the show. I want to. He loves the wanna... show, but hates Bosch. Like he's it's weird. weird. It's weird. It is. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I, uh. I cannot understand it. Y'all watch it. I'm daring you to watch it and like no. this guy. All right. Well, can I go over? Can I go to what I'm looking at? Is that okay now, Fun Man Ron? That's the Bosch report. That's all with the Bosch report. See you next week. Introduction next time for the Bosch report. Yes, we'll have we'll play Joe Friday Bosch or Joe Friday next week. Can we can we have our own our own Bosch report music and put in Lance Reddick saying Bosch? Bosch. Sure, I will try to find that. If you can find okay, that audio clip for me, please don't. Oh, you won't do watch the episode. You'll say it three times. <laughs> three times an episode. Oh God. All right. Well, what I've been looking at, in case anybody's interested, <laughs> is interested. on. <laughs> thank you. On Amazon Prime, I'm looking around. 
That's what Bosch is on. Isn't yeah, I know. Right? I know. I'm trying to go past <laughs> Bosch looking for some documentaries, and I landed on Family Band, the Cowsill story. <laughs> I don't know what that is. All right. Well, Family Band, the Cowsill <laughs> story, is about a family whose last name is Cowsills, and they were singers. Maybe you recognize this song. I saw her sitting in the rain Raindrops falling on her She didn't seem to care She sat there and smiled at me All right, now, does, does that sound a little bit familiar to you, Podman Ron? No. No, I never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, well, they were a, uh, a family of musicians, very talented musicians in the uh, 60s, 70s type era. So famous and talented, actually, that they decided to make a TV show about them. Uh, but they weren't actors, so they had to hire actors. That TV show was the Partridge family. So the Partridge I family. I thought that was the Monkees. No, that's a different documentary. Uh, no, the, the Partridge family was based on the Cowsills, which was, I don't know, there were like 12 of them or something. But there were probably about six boys, one little girl, yeah, one little girl, and then the mom played in the band. And they had, you know, four or five number one hits. Uh, and this documentary, which was told by one of the brothers, the, the band members, um, is pretty interesting because, again, the, the father was never... In the picture, you know, he was always pulling the strings behind the curtains. And uh, to no surprise, a lot of mental abuse and maybe a little bit of physical abuse going on behind the scenes to make them get up on stage and sing and all that kind of stuff. Well, they do cow prod them or something? There you go. Cow seals, the cow prod the cow seals. But, uh, you know, it was not the best made documentary. Again, it's kind of like a guy with a camcorder for the most part. But it was really interesting because, uh, again, I probably had no i don't think i'd ever heard of them uh but once i heard a few songs i'm like okay i remember this the, the music i know the music and then when they talked about it you know this was the basis of the partridge family the real life basis of it and the drama with a family drama and turmoil uh you know one of the kids uh, the the father he the, the father saw himself in one of the the boys a little bit too much and he's like, yeah, you can't be in the band. I'm going to send you off to military. And he, the father was ex-Navy and all this stuff. So a real strict guy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, a great story. One of the brothers, spoiler alert, one of the brothers ends up dying in Hurricane Katrina. They never, I think they find his body washed up somewhere or another. Uh, and then the, the day they find that body, then another one of the brothers dies. So a little tragic story there and everything. But uh, good documentary about the Cowsills. Was there a Bonaducci? Uh There was some precocious or just kids going on. He was a little douchey. <laughs> there was a, a little bit of a douchey kid. I forgot. They, you know, their names were like Bob, Brian, Joe. You know, kind of all kind of normal names like Brian. Um, and uh, yeah, so you don't know. You couldn't tell any of them apart. Again, there were like six boys, one girl, one mom. Fantastic band. And that's what I've been but, looking at. Man, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, let's go back to Bosch and come bitch about oh, him a little yeah, bit there more. You go. I'm trying to expand your mind, your I world. Actually, I, I give you a documentary, a documentary about a musical family, and you say it's awful. I mean, what do you? How does that make I mean, me feel? It's so weird the way you can watch <laughs> something completely obscure and get sucked into the documentary. It's like, 
I, oh, I, I remember hearing these songs, but now I'm going to sit here for an hour and 15 minutes and watch this Completely. documentary. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly it's, what It's happened. so bizarre. It's like, I don't care. Ten minutes ago, I couldn't have cared less or even remembered these people existed, and now I have to find out what's happening. i got to watch an hour and a half of it, yeah. Tell you what, Podman Ryan, I'm gonna, I want to give you an assignment. I want to put this on the fucking spinning wheel and just assign it to you as far as a documentary. I haven't seen it yet. Dear Zachary, has anybody seen that documentary? I have not. Oh, my Z- God. Zachary Quinto? It's about it's Zachary Quinto. Is it? Yeah. I if you so. watch that documentary, people have gone to war over that documentary because they're like, you son of a bitch. You made me, you, you, you said something that I should watch that documentary, and now I'm pissed off at you. If you watch that documentary, and if you ain't crying, like, all during it, then you ain't human. You are not a pod man, I'd say. What is Zachary about? Uh, it's, a, it's a murder mystery documentary. I'll leave it at that. But it's, it's, it's very well told, and there's twists and turns in it, and it is uh, horrible, horrible, horrible things happen to, to people. But What's it's, it called? It's, Dear, Zachary, Dear Zachary, letters from my father. Or letters to a son about his father. There you go. But, well, how long is it? Eh, hour and a half. I mean, it's nothing, but... Uh, but yeah, if you want to watch a, if I haven't sold you on the Cow Seals documentary for Christ's sake, yeah. It, <laughs> then what is Zachary on? It's on no. Tubi and uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. okay, well there you go. That might be where I go and watch tonight. No, you can't watch it. You can't watch it before bedtime. You'll Why? Be, you'll be too depressed. You need a oh, palate cleanser. Yeah, you I'll need you need uh, some eye bleach before you do that because that's uh, it's a tough one to get through. I've seen it a couple of times and I hate myself every time I watch it. I'll be honest with you, boys. All right. Uh, so now that Lucky Loki is over, Loki Pokey Loki, uh, what are we going to take? Go on hiatus for a little bit. What should we do here? Where are that's next great. He has his, his fingers are crossed underneath his desk. What is? Huh. I said, you're always wanting to go on a hiatus. I know. Well, you know, it's it's hard. Here's the thing. Oh, we've got more movies coming up. Gunshake Milk, I mean, Milkshake. Yeah, Gunshake gun Milk Powder. Gun powder I tried milkshake. to watch that, Podman Ryan. It looks good to me. I want to watch it. It, it probably watch is. It for next week. Oh. Uh, the Time War is out. Yeah, The what? Time War. Where's the, the Time War? The Tomorrow War. Just go. Yeah, that, oh, everyone says it's awful. Why would we bother? Lots <laughs> of action in it. Um, Brian said Snake Eyes being released next week. So yeah. It is released next week. Yeah, shit going on, Brad. We also we got uh, next week uh, Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe Revelations. Yeah. There we go. That's premiering next week? Premiering next week. So, Brad, we got a lot of shit going You're on. Right. And I plus, apologize. I got the Bastion, I mean, the uh, Bosk. Uh, Bosher Joe Friday. Yeah. Hey, Alex, I meant to ask you at the top until. Yes. Uh, have you watched that Bo Burnham Inside? I uh, have. What did, I tried to watch it and it did it's not click spe- with me. You it love is it. Spectacular. All keep right. Going. Just All keep, right. Keep pushing through. It is so depressing and so funny. Nah, I mean, can't be is... more depressing than Dear Zachary. Uh, no, it's not. But it's really just a man. Like it just—it's like watching someone just lose their mind over a period of time. Okay, it's I'm great. gonna try it. I figured it. I, I think like, it may appeal to a younger audience. I think it may be too old for it. Uh, I mean, give a recommendation maybe. reminder. Mm. Is that a new segment? Mythic Quest. 
I've tried several yes, times. I watched, yeah, I just, so did I. I finished season two. Oh, Ted Lasso season two comes out. Yeah, Ted Lasso Ooh. season two is next week. Ooh. Oh, okay. well, all right, the Lasso cast. Lots of oh, it will become the Lasso cast. Okay, well, hey, there we go, I guess. You oh. should watch Ted Lasso season two. <laughs> God damn it. That's the most heartwarming show on television. It is, it is. And, uh, in fact, I tried to watch Mythic Quest, again, I think like two or three times. Uh, and I think it was last week or so. I'm like, all right, I give up. And I, I watched season one of Ted Lasso again. I just couldn't get As you watch. should. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. It is amazing. It is so good. It's unbelievable. I think that's what I'm going to watch tonight, actually. Yeah, you should watch that. <laughs> okay, that's, that will put you back. That's a nice, uh, warm cup of milk. Yeah, after Dear Zachary, watch just some Ted Lasso. Yeah, don't. You cannot combine the two. You will be fucked up. It's just not episode. And knowing is half the battle. There you go. But yeah, yeah. Don't watch uh, Dear Zachary and episode four or five of Ted Lasso. Don't don't watch the divorce episode. The divorce episode so sad. Oh, the divorce episode is so beautiful. It is beautiful, and he gets to oh. yeah. But you know what? He gets to bed that bang that chick, so that's all right. It's okay. Ted, Ted Lasso did all right. All right. So you're right, Podman Rowling. Uh, I am wrong as usual. Podman right is right. Podman Ron is right as usual. Uh, but until next time, save it for the podcast.